you are a B2B service-based business owner and you are looking to gain more clients, create more impact and more revenue in your business, tune in to Amplify Your Marketing Message with Christine campbell Rappin. Every week, we're going to take you through how to build an audience of buyers, mastering your marketing message, and making offers that convert consistently. We'll see you all on the inside. Every service-based business owner says that referrals are one of the best ways to accelerate growth. And yet it is a double-edged sword and we're going to unpack all things referral today with somebody who is a real expert in the world of referrals, networking, and really creating momentum in your business. I am excited to introduce to you today our guest, Tiffany Kellogg. Super excited to talk to her today. She and I actually met in a networking opportunity, which is just both of us walking our talk. Welcome to our show today, Tiffany. I'm really excited to have you as our guest. Thank you so much, Christine, for having me here today and letting me share a little bit about amplifying their marketing message when it comes to referrals, at least. Absolutely. So excited to come have this conversation. So I'm going to kick it off with the first thing is let's talk about your perspective on referrals, good, bad, and different, and how we've got the elephant in the room not quite working the way we want it to. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I absolutely love and adore referrals because they are so amazing for so many different reasons. However, what I find is about 98% of entrepreneurs, of business owners, are doing referrals reactively. So they're sitting back and waiting for the referrals to come to them. They don't have a system in place to make it happen. And so it's kind of like, yes, we know we like referrals because they close quicker and they're easier. What some people don't know is that referred prospects will actually buy more from you within their first year. Now, if you're a realtor, you're selling the house, it doesn't work. But if you're a service-based provider, then they could be upgrades. There could be additional services that you're offering. So they, they buy more in the first year. They stay clients of yours four times longer. And the number that I really find impactful is referred prospects are two and a half times more likely to refer you than prospects that came to you any other way. And so people love referrals, though most people are frustrated because they're like, I want referrals, but I don't know how to do it. And that's where that 98% of the population comes into play because they're just sitting back. I hope and I pray referrals come my way. Oh, God, am I do they ever? And I love that because there is, without a doubt, so many great things about referrals. And so I want to unpack why we do it wrong. And we understand, you know, that sitting back is not maybe the path I want you to take from forevermore after listening to today's episode. But let's start us on the track of how do you be great at asking and creating referrals as inbound qualified buyers coming to explore your programs and services? Yeah. So I think when it comes to referrals, a lot of times people think, let me go out and go to a bunch of networking events, meet a bunch of people, and then referrals will flow my way. And I think that that's a lot of energy and effort for very little results. Instead, to me, when it comes to, I want those steady referrals flowing into my business. It's identifying who are the right four, six, or eight referral sources that can pass me referrals all day, every day. 
And typically that's going to start with figuring out. And when it comes to the marketing world, you get this too. It's who's my ideal client. Who's my target market? Just today I was speaking to somebody from Latin America and they're like, yeah, we want to work with people in the USA. And I'm like, great. Where in the USA? Anywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> I know that countries are a little bit smaller in Latin America. However, I'm like, for me, I'm in Florida and what you have in Tampa is very different than an hour east of me in Orlando, five hours south of me in Miami, or I don't know how many hours the state capital of Jacksonville is, mm -hmm. uh, not Jacksonville, Tallahassee. Oops. Don't. <laughs> Those in the non-US would not know that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't born here. So, you know, it's different. And so I think the first thing, if we want more referrals, is we have to be really clear on who's that ideal client. Once we know who that ideal client is, we can think, what are the other professions that are non-competing that are selling to that same ideal client? Because there's synergy there. Sometimes people think when it comes to referrals, my clients are my best referral sources. And while I believe your clients should be good referral sources, I don't think they're your best because we call them contact sphere relationships. Some people call them circle of influence, sphere of influence. It's that, that group of people, non-competing industry, same target market. Because whereas your clients may know a dozen or two people like them, those contact sphere relationships may have hundreds, if not thousands of current and past clients that look exactly like what you're looking for. And so to me, it's much more about those handful of the right relationships than let me go throw a bunch of stuff on the wall and see what sticks. Oh, and I want to talk about throwing stuff on the wall and making it <laughs> stick. And that's really just really understanding simply when we say we have the same buyer. Because one thing, and you've heard me say this on Amplify Your Marketing Message before, that the world has got wrong and niching isn't she lives in the U.S. <laughs> it isn't she lives in the state of Florida. It isn't she's a woman 40 plus who wants purpose in her life. Like we're talking about when we say your ideal client, what is the result that they seek. And that result has to be a highly specific result. It is smaller than you think. <laughs> and it needs to be something that they are really to prioritize. Because when you get dialed into that thinking, that pivot point, that intersection of movement with your ideal client, then you can look up and cast your eyes to what you're saying is who else helps them get that result. Because if we can build relationships with sequence, all of us accelerate the result, <laughs> all of us amplify the result. And guess what? People will talk positively, which is really what referrals are, which is this was amazing. I have absolute faith. They can guide you to that result. Let me introduce you. Yeah. Definitely. And that's why they pop. That's why they have the stats that you say. And that's why it really becomes a whole heck of a lot of fun when someone says, I want to introduce you to the right person. Yeah. Not just and, a person. And just you're doing them a favor. You're making their world easier because you're creating that introduction. Absolutely. And so I love that you talk about finding a few people. And I also really love that you say networking is wrong. If you're going into their thinking, I'll just sit back and introduce myself and referrals will flood that way. And remember that in order for someone to pass you a lead, a referral, an introduction, a couple things you should be doing to explore that conversation. Tell me when someone says, let's have a conversation. I have somebody to introduce you to. What should you be asking 
in order to prep yourself from a really good first impression. When you make yeah. up that call, make the email or voice note, however you're going to intersect, what, what should you be asking to prep yourself to do it well? So I, I like to call this your referral receiving process. Somebody has a referral. How do you receive it? And so the very first thing we want to do is say thank you so much for the referral because we want them to know how appreciative we are. And then I like to have a conversation around why did you think of me? What came up that made you feel that I was a good fit? Tell me about the conversation you had. Tell me about their situation because I want them to give me as much information as possible so I know going in. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing I like to do if possible is see if I can raise the shade of a referral. So if you're like, what is she talking about? I'm like, what, like, what, what, what's that? I've never heard that expression. <laughs> so in, in Ascentives Ignite Your Business program, which I facilitate, we actually talk about the fact there's 10 shades of a referral. Mm -hmm. A shade one is, hey, I saw like a for sale by owner. Here's the address and the phone number. A shade six is I've talked to somebody and I've qualified the need and received permission to call. A shade 10 is I bring you a closed deal. And so as I'm talking to the referral source, I want to feel out what the level was initially. However, what I have found in my business is permission to call. I may close 16% of that at a shade six. If I can move it to a shade seven or higher. So a shade seven is that you've created an appointment between me and the prospect. Now, it's not that you pick a random time and you like say show up. I have, like you do, our calendars online, so my referral sources can actually go to my calendar and schedule the meeting for us. Mm -hmm. And I find if I have that meeting scheduled, I can jump from 16 to over 60% close rate in my referral. And so the higher the shade of a referral I can get from people, the more likely I am to close it. And so I'm always trying to see, can I heat the referral up a little bit, make it a little bit more likely to close? I'm going to ask, how do they prefer to be communicated with? Are they a texter, a Facebook messenger, which I detest, but if that's what they want, that's what they want, right? Do they prefer WhatsApp? I'm going to go through all these conversations, including how much do you want me to keep you in the loop as we go through this process? Because I want to show my referral sources how amazing I am. And so if it's the first time they refer me, I might be like, I'll keep you in the loop every step of the way. So if I call or communicate or I reach out, I'm copying or letting my referral source know, depending on your business, you've got like HIPAA or like legal restrictions, don't violate those, but I'll keep my referral source in the loop as much as possible. Now, if it's somebody that's been referring to me for years, they might just be like, let me know when it closes or if you need help closing because your referral sources can come back in on the backside sometimes. And then again, I want to thank them. And then that way, the first time I reach out to the prospect in the conversation, number one with the prospect is let's talk about who referred me. Christine's amazing. Tell me how do you know her, this, that, and the other, because that's a rapport building mm -hmm. opportunity because that's what we have in common. And then the question I like to ask to start the conversation is how can I help you? Because they might go, Christine, who, Tiffany, who, what the heck is this? Or they might go, Tiffany, I'm glad you called. Can I give you my credit card number now? And I've actually had that happen before. There was this gal, Sue, that was referred to me. And she's like, I'm so glad you called me. It had been like 15 minutes. Like, seriously, chill out. <laughs> it's like, can I give you my credit card? Can I, can I hire you? I'm like, sure. 
And so that how can I help you really puts it in their court, even though you know a lot because your referral source shared it to with you, it puts it in their court to let them tell you where they're at in the buying process. I love how rich texture this is, because if you want to be a great receiver of a referral, it is up to you, especially if you're in partnership with a referral partner, that you have shone the light brightly on them. It is about serving at the highest level. It is about preparing and recognizing that this isn't just on the back of a napkin. Here's their name. Go do something. <laughs> please. Like that is that is the same train wreck as showing up after networking, 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 where you think the goal is the cards in your hand. It's not. It yeah. is slow it down, enrich the experience. And remember, what's driving all of this is the person who's referring them to you knows that they are seeking a result. They think you're an ideal match for delivering it. So when you step into the conversation, orientate yourself to it. We met somebody in common. That's an awesome start. It sounded like you needed some services. How can I be of services? What do you want the next step to be? And move assertively with patience, keeping everybody amplified to create the biggest ripple. And when you do that, guess what happens? One, you have more clients. Two, you have somebody who's like, you delivered awesomely. Thank you for supporting my reputation because the reason people don't give referrals, and I tell people this all the time, I'm a great network. I have a huge network of clients, business partners, people from all over the world. If I have never referred you, it's because I don't know what you do. Yeah. I don't know what value you create, and I don't know that you would deliver a great experience on my behalf, and so I'm not putting my reputation at risk. Yeah. And everyone who's listening to that is going to go, oh, she's never referred to me. Maybe I need to go back and re-engage. Sure, come re-engage, because it's such an important part of this. And then once you've now had a great experience, how can you give a great referral to somebody else? Take us through that side. If you're not the receiving end, how do you, how do you prep the offer and the invitation to collaborate with someone else so i'm going to answer your question but i'm not answering your question right away so if you're all like what's she doing i'm going to come back to it because i think on both sides of it it's really important that we educate our referral sources all those things that you just shared what do i do why do i do it how to have the conversation how do you prefer to be referred i think it's really on each of us to make it easy for our mm -hmm. referral sources to refer us so whether you're referring me or I'm referring you, I think before the referral process even starts, it's important for us to learn about each other. And some people call them one-on-one, some people call them coffees. I like to call them RPMs, referral partner meetings, because we're revving up the relationship. And so we do have to take some time to teach each other. And so I think it's really important for us to say, okay, what are your triggers? So what to look for, what to listen for. So I am out there on the lookout what are people saying? What are people doing that lets me know that they're a good fit for you? So I got to teach them the triggers. Then I've got to teach them, how do I start the conversation? Because too often people jump into, oh, you have that issue. I can refer you. Mm -hmm. I had this instance once we were hanging out at my house and somebody, my husband was like, I want to take down this wall. And the guy was like, I've got the contractor. I can have him here next week. It'll be good to go. We call that the referral. We call that the referral pounce because it's like, oh, because I'm like, look, before we take down the wall, we're gonna have to redo the the floor and the ceiling because we have popcorn ceilings. It's an older house, 
And this room leads into our kitchen. So we really do our kitchen. And before we get like a whole new inside of the house, we need a new roof. So instead of him saying like a conversation starter could have been, so when are you thinking about doing that? When hell freezes over. Now it actually was April, 2020 when that happened, <laughs> uh, when we knocked down the wall, but it was a big project. And this was years before that. And so I think it's important for us to have conversation starters that aren't, I've got the guy, but we start with the conversation starters and in the conversation, hopefully it leads to, they have that need. Then we need to be teaching our referral sources. How do we bring them up? How do we create that introduction? And so then it gives you the opportunity to say, oh, I have the perfect person for you. And what have they taught you to say? Mm -hmm. On this list that continues to grow, but this is why it takes a little bit of work for referrals. And it is that 2% that are proactive that get the referrals coming in. Like I can predict my referrals. That's bigger than today's conversation, but you can do that, but we have to teach them. And so the last part of this conversation is how do I overcome objections on your behalf? Now, sometimes I get pushback like Tiffany, I don't want you to sell for me. Just get me in front of them and I'll do the selling. And I'm like, look, I'm talking about, I just need to overcome the objection that they'll say yes to actually talking to you. So it's not that I'm trying to close the sell. It's that teach me how to overcome the objection. So they'll talk to you. Mm -hmm. So in generating this referrals, we start with the trigger. Then we move to the conversation starter, how to introduce you and then overcome the objection in case they are not ready yet. And I think that when we have those things, it's going to make us so much easier to be out there and generating referrals for others. Absolutely agree with this. And I think what I hear, and I think this is so important, is really focus on the right things. Focus on a few strong partnerships. And here's one tip I would add to this is your referral partners should be people in similar movement and momentum in their business. Yes. In order for us to continue to have really strong impact and to have strong pipelines of new, great, fun conversations with ideal clients who you can help guide to the results they seek. It is about saying it's not for the many. It's going to say who else is in the audience that's moving at the speed that has great values that are in alignment with me and that i can really build partnership with which i'm going to say yes sounds like work and i'm like and it is the richest reward you can seek go spend some time there and of course i want to ask you you're a business owner who's seeing great success and movement in yours how are you amplifying your marketing message what are you doing right now to create momentum in your business so i've had three referrals in the past 24 hours from doing one thing. I, and in the speaker world, I think we're a little bit more familiar with swipe copy. So mm -hmm. essentially I have a Google document. I have an event happening on September 8th and I have a Google document that I'm sending to my referral sources where they can swipe, essentially cut and paste my content to share via email, WhatsApp, text message, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So I've got eight different it's the same message essentially, but for the right platform. Cause you don't send the same thing in a WhatsApp as you would send in an email. Cause that's just way too long. Um, so we're able to do it in that way. And so I sent this to my referral sources. All they have to do is cut and paste. And I've gotten three new people enrolled in the program, September 8th, just by them sending it out. And so back to this idea of making it easy, how easy are you to refer? Because if I went to my people and I said, hey, I have this event coming up, will you share about it? 
who knows what they're going to say. And most people are stuck with analysis paralysis of, I don't even know what to say. So I don't say anything. And so I don't say anything. And this, like I was talking to someone, he's like, Tiffany, your style is not really my style. I'm like, well, edit it to make it your own. I'm okay with that. You don't have to. I'm just trying to make it as easy as possible. So instead of you hemming and hawing for 15 minutes of what am I going to say, it's cut, paste, done. I don't even have to think beyond that. Oh, I can hear my dad in my head. Preparation is all about planned performance. So do the work. Think about how you create value for the referrer. Think about how you receive the referral. Tiffany, how do people find more about the work you do and getting their referral A-game in place <laughs> to truly amplify their marketing message? The beautiful thing about being first generation on all these social media platforms and having a name that's spelled a little bit differently because Tiffany with an IE is unusual. I've only met a couple other in my life that spelled it that way. Means I got to grab Tiffany Kellogg at Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. I have it at TikTok, but I don't do a lot of TikTok. But if it's a social media platform out there, it's just TiffanyKellogg.com. And my name's there on the screen or it was earlier. Uh, for those of you audio, it's T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E, Kellogg, K-E-L-L-O-G. And I've also got TiffanyKellogg.com. So you can find me online, on the website, on YouTube. I'm there. I love, guys, what you just heard in that moment was her walk at her walk, making it simple to find her <laughs> and refer her. Tiffany, thank you for being our guest today, guys. This is it. Referrals can be an enormous generator of your business. It should not be your only fuel source. But this will be important for you to find those strategic partners, figure out the systems, build great relationships. That is ultimately how people choose to do business. Never forget side of that. This has been Amplify Your Marketing Message. Tune into our next episode. We will see you all on the next side. Go connect with Tiffany, my friends. We'll see you soon. That's a wrap on another amazing episode of Amplify Your Marketing Message with me, your host, Christine Campbell-Rappin. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss another great episode. And be sure to visit christinecampbellrappin.com slash podcast to get a free resource on how to master your marketing message. We'll see you all on our next episode.